Hello and welcome to the TOVG podcast. My name is George Weedman. My co-host name is Jimmy Belikov, and I actually God damn it, George. Be- Belikov <laughs> just went over this. Bel- Belikov. <laughs> Belikov. I spelled it out for you phonetically. Anyways, Anyways. um, um, we have our names, and we also have Matt Visual in here with us as well as Luke Sizemore, who goes by the name of um, Youngtown on the internet, who's been on this show before. How is everyone doing Mm -hmm. tonight? Doing good, doing good. Doing doing great. Excellent. This is a really weird occasion because actually Matt is right next to me. Yeah, and you're a little bit far away from me. You want to get a little closer, (laughs) Matt? We're shoulder to shoulder. (laughs) No, I think cheek to cheek might be a little bit better. Stop it. Anyway, (laughs) so... uh, so we had a we had a one week absence of the TOVG podcast due mm-hmm. to Thanksgiving, uh, it's a U.S. Yeah. holiday. So I apologize for all of our all of our uh, non-U.S. listeners who were outraged over uh, over that holiday. It's, it's I'm kidding, of course. Okay, though, but we, yeah, we took I, a we took a week off. I don't know about you guys. I, I spent that week very well because I was out shopping during Black Friday. And I got myself a Wii U. Well, I ordered one from the internet, but I got everything else for it from stores. And I just played it for the first time with Matt over here at my house. So we literally got off. Wait. We literally stepped away (laughs) from the Wii U to come onto this podcast after playing it for the very first time. And it's like, was it both our first experience with it? Yeah, Yeah. actually it was. Because, I mean, I've dabbled in, I've watched people play. I Actually, Uh, I think I did play it at a a GameStop demo station for like 15 minutes, but but that was two years ago. But yeah, (laughs) I I had, we played Mario 3D World for um, about 45 minutes I was mm-hmm. hoping we would play it for about three hours, but we did not because the uh, <laughs> because setup and updates. Yeah, the setup and updates. Update took after two update and a half after hours. update. Yeah, and it was mostly setup because my of my apartment and my TV aren't very um comfortable to work with. The previous Great. tenant had an, an installation made in one of the walls where an indent was cut out of the wall where you're supposed to mount a flat panel TV, which means that plugging things into and out of it are a huge hassle. Fantastic. So I just kind of had to like roll up my sleeve and, and feel for the holes the cables had to poke into. Yeah. Well, it's, man, it's not, yeah, I had sat that. on a chair and recorded me with... <laughs> with the camera yeah but i had to get off the camera and actually point the light so you can actually see uh (laughs) it was uh it was an experience for how how long did it take us two hours i think it was about two and a half hours Uh, (laughs) i I look forward to the video on that yeah well it's not just a regular video game console like it's a wii branded there are a lot of different a surprisingly huge amount of different boxes to connect to this thing (laughs) <laughs> like there's the sensor bar along with your video cables and the mm-hmm. the power brick mm-hmm. and whatnot but there's also like a separate power brick for the mm-hmm. the gamepad charger that you plug into the wall oh, that's right. and set on a stand somewhere else in the room see i yeah. I, I guess i'm i suppose i'm lucky to have had the wii u for a while just for the fact that like when I got Smash 4, I didn't have to go through... I went through, like, two minutes of updates because my system was up to date because I use it all the time. And also, I haven't had to deal with those cables in, like, a year, I think. I got my Wii U, like, a year ago, so I haven't had to deal with, with that jazz. I'm, and now that you're bringing it up again, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm hoping I don't have to deal with it because I might want to move it in and out of my room every now and then because my TV in the uh, living room is, um... Yeah, it's going to be a huge hassle. My TV in my living room doesn't have an <laughs> HDMI port, Oh, that which, sucks. M- which meant I had to order <laughs> separate component cables. I mean, it works fine, but um, right. 
I can like take it off, keep the cables um, plugged into the TV and move it into my room and use it on my computer monitor with an HDMI input. Mm -hmm. And I'm just hoping like, <laughs> like with the PlayStation 3, you kind of have to hold the power button for a while to boot it into video settings. Otherwise, it'll think you're using the previously used video cable. But mm -hmm. I, uh, just, you know, I, does it need the sensor bar? <laughs> like, if you want to, if you want it to be backwards compatible, yes. So, oh, well, that makes yes. sense. Yeah, because I mean, like, you, you can still play all Wii games and stuff on it, so you need that sensor bar in order to do that. But uh, It's a better sensor bar, too, because the cable isn't so long. Because the Wii, the Wii sensor bar cable was ridiculous. And it would just kind of yeah. bunch up on the floor somewhere. Yeah. Like, so tiny, and yet it's just <laughs> like you could stretch it, like, halfway across the room. I mean, it's... It's really thin. It, I, like, yeah, I, it, I kept being afraid that it would, like, snap if I had it snagged on something and pulled on it too hard. Yeah, it's, it, it's like, it, it's a cable that, like, as you're stretching it out, you're afraid that you're just gonna, like, it's just gonna, like, mm -hmm. like, to, like, twine. It feels like string. It's just gonna, like, doop, and, like, suddenly be two cables. Well, I don't know. Anyways, it was an adventure. Yeah. And we finally got it set up and got to play 45 minutes of Mario. And I had fun up until the the dinosaur water level. <laughs> at which point I had a blast. <laughs> Go yeah, great. That was great. Yeah. Like we were screaming at each other and, and uh, it, oh, it, it had like such a great sense of speed and momentum and, and also like cooperative aspects to it. It was beautifully, beautifully made. Great. It, it, it fit, you know those levels where you you don't mind dying. You're like, oh yeah, we missed that. Let's go. Let's go to this corner now. And because because yeah. it's just fun. You, you yeah. you're like, yay! I get to do it again and have more fun again. Ah, kind of miss gentlemen, that. Ladies and gentlemen, George, we've been had fun today. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> do you not normally have fun? I think I have fun. Well, what are you guys going <laughs> Wait, on about? <laughs> when you have to think know. about I it, just, I think that's an issue. I was just being silly. Um, Let's did see. you pick up any other games that you're planning on playing oh, sometime yes. soon? Oh, so many games. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> other than Bayonetta. I got, the well, booty well technically, that's two. Okay. Because it has Bayonetta's one and two in there. Mm -hmm. And um, which means that Matt finally gets to see more than five minutes of Bayonetta one. <laughs> Because for listeners who don't know, and also like, Luke, this is a funny story. I had um, my friend Matt over here over to show him Bayonetta because um, he had just played Korra. And I was like, no, you got to play a good Platinum game. And my old Xbox 360, like one of the originals, the ones that break all the time, it froze up five minutes into the intro of the game. Yeah. Fantastic. I, I thought it was fate. I thought it was fate. And then now when we, you know, go up to hook up the Wii U, it just wasn't working. Nothing was working. And I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't play Bayonetta. Maybe. <laughs> no, we're going to do it because I bought a whole new console. Watch, for watch for as soon as we put it in. That's it. It's gone. It's gonna. Wii U's just gonna red ring. <laughs> it's gonna yes, want to gonna install a system update that will last an hour and brick it. Oh, also, man. like it was shocking when I put in the Mario 3D World disc and mm -hmm. a little disc icon showed up on the main menu, but then mm -hmm. underneath the disc it said system update. 
<laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. The Wii U, if you're just getting it, it has that big setup phase right now because there's been a lot of system updates over the time it's been released. This is like the first time that a lot of people are really like getting the system because Mario Kart 8 is out and, and Smash Bros. is out and all the good games. And Can't stuff, wait so. to see the Luigi Dust there. I'm, I'm playing Mario Kart 8 just for that. <laughs> <laughs> See me rolling. It'll be interesting. I have a friend coming over who's going to bring a GameCube adapter with him. Oh boy. I have two friends coming over actually. So we're going to have four people for Smash tonight. But if we try to play anything else, it's only going to be two people. Right. Unless that, that is that is a little annoying. One, one of them might if. come through with Wiimotes, mm-hmm. but I'm not getting my hopes up. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh so you did get Smash then. Oh yeah. Oh, man. I got Smash and Kart and World and Bayonetta. Nice. That's a good haul. Oh, yeah. Got some good uh, good Black Friday, Cyber Monday shopping going. Kind of. It was still really expensive. It's um, <laughs> kind of a wake-up call because I'm so used to, like, $5 Steam games. Yeah, seriously. Like, it's uh, six, four games were, like, 250 by themselves. <laughs> and then the console, like, just ramped that up further to over 400 Right, but now you can now you can review Wii U stuff. And, yeah, that'll uh, broaden out your channel a little bit. And, pretty cool. And play Bayonetta two and whatever Zelda they come out with it. And I mean, I'm already having a blast with Mario World. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's a good game. Mario World 3D. <clears throat> Mario 3D World is a pretty good game. It's <laughs> really confusing now. You got to be careful. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, speak, speaking of Smash, though, uh, what have you been up to, Mister Youngtown? Games you've been playing. Stuff you've been doing. Oh, that's that's really been about it, honestly. Just Smash. Just yeah. Smash. I mean, yeah, just just Smash. I mean, not not Smash Four. I mean, just like Melee, Project M, Smash Four. That's, oh my God! So do I get to play Project M now? Don't you need a, a modded Wii for that? You need a regular Wii for that. Yeah, oh, you, modded you Wii. Or, you can also mod your uh, Wii U as well. The play. Oh it. really? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. The possibility is there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, I'm God. like. I'm excited. I'm not sure if I want to take the step and mod my Wii U. I would like to give Project M a try, though. I've always been interested in uh, in playing it, but just never had the uh, never had the, the Wii, so I could never do it. Yeah, Project M is really it's really awesome. Uh, like all the things they keep adding, it's like I don't know. I I don't know. It's re- it's really hard to not want to play it, even with this new one that's out. I just mm-hmm. oh, uh, so it still grows. Oh yeah, they just released uh, this past November their 3.5 edition, and they added so many new things. Like all the characters got like slight changes. Other ones got like major changes. Um, they HD like HDified, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> that's the term. Old old levels and stages from like uh, Smash 64. Like mm-hmm. Dreamland got an HD overhaul. The uh, the Metal Caverns level got an HD overhaul. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just, I mean, they just look they look gorgeous. Oh yeah, Hyrule Castle from Smash 64. Oh yeah, classic. Yeah, that that, that, one, I, that one got an HD overhaul as well. That's in Smash 4, isn't it? No, 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 it hasn't the, been uh, in any of them since the f- uh, first one. It's the way it, it might be in Smash Melee, actually. I don't, I don't know. That, that, I, I, like, I was thinking of Hyrule Temple. I like sorry. the X, the N sixty four one. I'm, I've been looking for that. All I get is that <laughs> big humongous map. Oh my yeah. god, the big humongous map. Like, the, it's, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I really like the Hyrule Temple from the original one. That's the one with the tornadoes and like the yeah. green yeah. roofs and everything. Yep, yeah, yeah. It's like, yep. 
You're at the pretty top classic of the castle. stage. It's like the only one I really remember from uh, 64 time. It is like one of the flatter ones that is not Final Destination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, yeah, but uh, also a project, and they uh, released a uh, new mode. Uh, I mean, just like all the new modes that they do, it's not like it's not like a com- just a competitive thing. Like they totally mm-hmm. appeal to the casuals, uh, the casuals uh, players as well. Like all star versus, like you can play all star mode with two people. Um, mm-hmm. uh, golly, there's I mean, there's just so much. They added a debug mode, so like uh-huh. you can go and see like hit boxes and. Oh, like dang. all oh. sorts, yeah, all sorts of just like important data is like now at your disposal to to just like grow as a player and really just like study the game. So when people like I guess go into the lab, they can really <laughs> just make sure that they have it down to like the the slightest like you know frame that um, they can understand like how their character moves and uh, right, where the right. hitboxes are and just. Just everything. It's it's really crazy, and we're we're gonna be covering some of that stuff, kind of like the debug menu and uh, like things of that nature here on like the mm-hmm. Smash Academy channel here in a little bit. That's right. That's a, a little intermission plug because if those of you who are out there who don't know yet, uh, Youngtown launched a channel a couple weeks ago now. Uh, that's all yeah. about Super Smash Brothers stuff, and it's pretty pretty freaking. Styling, like got <laughs> Satch bag on the on the graphics, and that looks fucking fantastic. And yeah, Satch is uh, Satch is the man. <laughs> he's he's just the man of all trades. He's he's a great guy. And he literally and is. Just like first, I think it's for me at least. It was the first like Smash resource that I like watched that I didn't immediately feel like I needed to go read up on something before I came back and understood it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's like super important. Yeah, because uh, gosh, they're just. There, there are some solid sources now for Smash content that there wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, like five years ago, or right. even, or even like two years ago. But, mm-hmm. um, but that, yeah, that's kind of like I guess the whole vision of of the channel is to not not overwhelm people and to kind of like walk people through, like comprehend, you know, with like comprehensive guides and stuff like that mm-hmm. because. Face, it's 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 overwhelming. Like it was overwhelming oh, for yeah. me for me to get into it. So yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't think the new the new one doesn't have that kind of uh, not as big of a uh, I guess curve for the competitive play. Not, right, not there's, as big. There's a lot less technical stuff. I mean, like not not to like call it exploitative, but you know, a lot of like a lot of it is more intentional as opposed to you know where melee uses melee and Project M use wave dashing and such. The new one is much less of that sort of like. I mean, not even, or not even just like wave dashing. I mean, there's there's so much to like melee and project in, like outside of just outside of wave dashing that you you don't have to worry about in these in this uh, this new installment. Mm -hmm. Um, For better or for worse, really. Did they take wave Mm -hmm. dashing out of four? Oh yeah, it wasn't in brawl. Yeah. Okay. So that means I have to unlearn wave dashing. Oh great. Do you you play? Do you? can you play wave like can you play competitive melee george no i i just, we were learning yeah we, we, we had a friend over who was really really good one night yeah who taught us the ways of the wave wave dash. <laughs> the ways like, of the wave so this is how you do it and then he was just like explaining it all i, I was I'm like i was able to, to to wave dash occasionally during during that night <laughs> i didn't do it at all and it was it was really fun every time it happened <laughs> interesting i i never uh it feels for some really reason it just never occurred off. to me 
I tried it one time, but it was by myself, and I ended up getting distracted halfway through by another video that was like, learn how to do the Samus uh, grapple beam oh, yeah. three times longer, and I was like, what is that? Yeah, that's crazy. It's like not useful at all, but it's, I don't know, it was pretty fun. How is that more compelling than like being literally invincible? I was young, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta this learn to like, pick your poisons, man. Yeah, I mean like, I don't know. I I still have my GameCube. I still have Melee. I still have my first GameCube controller I'd ever got. And it's like I'm always tempted every now and then to like pop it open and like play against the computer or go into training mode and be like, maybe I'll learn a couple of these things because like just maybe if we play Melee with somebody one day, I could be like, yeah, yeah, I know a thing or two. But like <laughs> I never I never actually do it. But maybe one day. Well, it's also oh, yeah. just like it it it's got really great like tactile feedback like like oh yeah the, the same thing that platinum games do where oh mm -hmm. god i'm gonna go on and on all right where like it's <laughs> it's a really complicated um input that also mm -hmm. like just kind of translates really well to what happens on the screen like the way he told me it was um you you move in a diagonal direction at the same time you press r while also like rolling at the same time Mm. And and it just like happens literally as fast as you input it, and you get like great outputs of it. I don't know. It's just right, it's, it's just fun to do, even if it's not, even if you're not getting good results from it. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting too, because despite it not being like, I wouldn't say sanctioned. Like I, I know the the developers knew of wave dashing before the game went out, but uh, despite not being like a sanctioned tactic by like the game's rules it still has like a good visual and visceral feedback and it, that's also it, what makes kind of funny the competitive play so interesting is because um a lot of of really really nimble finger movements have to go into it but they mm. can be literally invincible until they mind game each other out of their wave dashing frames to <laughs> to hit and it's uh, uh i love it yeah yeah I, yeah <laughs> Yeah, like I, I, I totally understand. Uh, I, I understand. Uh, there was, there was a time like uh, from playing brawl, and I knew that melee had a big appeal. Like I didn't know it was being played competitively, but I just you kind of just know of the quote unquote people who play melee and like who never want to go back from melee. Right, right. And uh, at the time. I don't. I didn't really have. I didn't have a perspective because I wasn't a part of a Smash community or the Smash community by it, like at all. Like I wasn't in a local one. I wasn't like on the Smash boards. I didn't know the arguments. I was just like I was just playing brawl with like my friends, and that was great. Like that was hype for us. And we played with like of course like no items, and we like one v one. And mm -hmm. we played like some parts of the meta that just made sense because it just right. it just made sense. And um, I don't know. I didn't really look into it, but now like once you kind of look into the the competitive side of melee and like all of these things that go into it, it's really hard to return from it. It it just, it, it kind of is because once you see all of these technical things, I mean, not even like wave dashing aside, but just all of mm -hmm. these amazing things like you can input to make all of these like. Uh, phenomenal combos I mean like right. the, the thing with melee is is like those crazy technical things you can do as well like with the hits done in melee is completely different from like brawl because you know they added that thing so that you can just air dodge in the air as many mm -hmm. times just like this newer one hits done right. is completely different so so like 
that with all of the multiple like mobile options to move around it adds for ex- like really just visceral like exciting gameplay that yeah. you just like one like once you start understanding what's happening on screen it's really hard and then, like once you start once you start like figuring things out like oh okay this is when it, this is when implement this here like this is this match up there and this is like how you're supposed to like approach and stuff it's like mm-hmm. it's super addicting i think even more yeah. so than like smash 4 because like when i pick up smash 4 i don't feel like there's any anything i really like need to much i need to learn and not to say oh, that like no. conceit not to say that like concedingly, you know, like, oh, well, I just I, have to I get know myself everything hyped for it because I spent a lot of money on it and <laughs> no, we're about no, to start playing it. There's, well, t- there's a ton of stuff. Place. Yeah, there's a ton the of stuff. There, yeah, no, there's a ton of stuff to learn. Don't don't even get me wrong. I wouldn't have started a freaking channel on it if if you know what I'm saying, like this this new right. game came out, oh, whatever. But what I'm saying is with uh, there's a much larger curve. Um mm. I think in in melee or just especially in Project M, like Project M is a completely new thing. It's younger. Mm-hmm. You have different matchups. You have brawl. You have brawl characters that have been literally revamped. I mean, melee physics and technical play aside. Yeah. You. I mean, they play differently now. People have different move sets. And uh, it makes it just makes it really really interesting. Not to say that Smash Four, they're okay. I totally take that back. That was a terrible sentence, and it's not what I <laughs> it's not what I meant. Um, because it's different. It's just having to learn it differently. You know what I'm saying? But uh, right. uh, I don't know. There's some things that happen in Smash Four where I, I just need to play it more. I just need to play it more with people like locally because I play online and I get frustrated because of the input lag. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. of course. And so that I'm not nasty. frustrating. Yeah, well, Jimmy, but, you said it was yeah. good, though. It's Well, it's like always good to an extent. Like online play is never, ever going to be perfect for, for Twitch fighting games. No. Yeah. Divekick did it pretty well. well <laughs> we always go back to Divekick, don't we, George? George, I'm, t- I'm talking about real games here. <laughs> oh. I, I ain't getting no I'm love. I'm just teasing you. I'm just teasing <laughs> no you. No love. Yeah. <sighs> no, I mean, there's there's tons of there's tons of things. And plus, it's kind of like, it's kind of hard to like sit down and learn this game now because it's constantly changing you know what i'm saying like right. they're making all these updates and like they just they've totally had this overhaul where i had to completely relearn my link in smash 4 you know oh, I no. had, that's right because they main. changed the the bomb landing lag right they, oh, they changed they just changed a lot of things just like just the overall physics of just kind of like how link moved like how he recovered mm-hmm. uh they're they uh, they change like how you di like you know directional influence, oh, yeah. so where Link's recovery was like ridiculous, but they nerfed it. You know, like if you recover with his like uh you know his his uh B up or his up B, mm-hmm. he does a little sword spinny thing, mm-hmm. and it was it was super easy to recover with that because he he had a lot of like horizontal momentum. Mm-hmm. while doing it but then they like nerfed it a little bit so you only go like half that distance and so like you barely yeah. move at all and it's just like <laughs> oh cr- i can't i can't do these things now when like coming back <laughs> onto the stage that i used to do whether it be yeah. like boomerang you know what i'm saying like throw a boomerang and then like recover so but no there's there's plenty of there's plenty to learn and it's just it's just uh it's just like a mind job yeah having to <laughs> relearn you know like uh it's I'm a still new, smiling, new game though. 
new game. No, it's com- it's really fun. It. There's there's some there's some there's definitely like hype gameplay with it. When people started playing with controllers is when I saw some really really good matches i think the 3ds matches just i don't they just didn't really do it for me i was just kind of like uh oh, this is kind of like i really hope when people have a controller in their hand it uh it changes and it did you know, yeah, on 3DS, I, I, it felt kind of weird. Like, uh, the analog stick just... Uh, ugh, it's just, a nub. It's, it's not even a stick. Yeah, it's just... Uh, I, I don't like how it feels to just slam it to the side, and I feel like I'm going to break my 3DS <laughs> after a few online matches. Jimmy, yeah, no, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, well, I, I totally get that. Like, if, even just in things that are not so much the competitive or, like, 1v1 things, like... Uh, back when I was playing the 3DS one when it first came out, I remember like I got 7,000 feet in the home run contest with Ganondorf and people were like, oh man, that score is amazing. And then like the Wii U one comes out and people are getting like 11K or something with Ganondorf because with the GameCube controller, they're able to pull off these crazy inputs like throwing the home run bat. And while it's flying around and hitting the thing, they're also inputting like short hop you know, nares to also hit the the punching bag, and then they throw the thing up, and then they hit the punching bag, and they yeah. turn around and punch, and then the bat comes down, and it hits it right at the perfect time. And like I was watching somebody do that, and you know, it's much more technical. And he was literally saying like I could not have done this on the 3ds. Like it feels no. more natural yeah. on the GameCube controller, and it's like yeah, it's just true. Yeah, when you, you when know? you have a se- when you have a separate stick, you know, to input like your aerials, right? Um, then that, it just, it just change it changes everything because it makes, I mean, like uh, moving moving in any direction while also throwing out all of, like your aerials, especially like your forward and your back aerials. That's so important. Like being able to move uh, forward while throwing at your back air while still keeping mm-hmm. that like forward momentum. Like yeah. just just simple things like that. Just like that comes with just kind of like spacing out your opponent and mm-hmm. that make it just really tough to do. Uh, not, not really tough. It just makes it a little bit more difficult to do on the, mm-hmm. on the 3DS. So yeah, like when people are like doing that with the I don't know. I watched this. I watched this match. Like uh, this, uh, I watched some tournament. I can't remember where, and it was like a Sheik, Sheik versus uh, Palutena. I think in the finals, and I and I was like, oh, okay, this is like this is really good. Like these guys, yeah. these guys know what's up. And uh, no, it's just it's just different. It's different with uh, right. so like with melee, you have wave dashes, you have like L canceling, you have all of these things that you have to do in order to like keep up these crazy combos and carry your opponent off the stage. And uh, but with this, it's different. And I think I think ultimately, I what I miss, what I really just miss is. Uh, I don't know. I guess I just missed the hit stun for melee. It's, it may mm. sound stupid, and I, I, I see, I'm really new to this whole scene still, and it may sound completely ignorant. And why, like, the reasons as to why they changed it could be completely legitimate, uh, like or reasonable. I just, I just don't know them because I just, mm-hmm. I don't know one thing about like fighting games. Smash is complicated. Oh right, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> but it's like in this game, like combos are like so sacred now. So like, if you yeah. if you can get off a combo. Then uh, you're. <laughs> it's, it is like crazy. It's like I don't know. It's like the Grand Canyon. Like wow. Yeah. Well, because because anybody, especially aerial wise, like anybody can just air dodge at any time, and that can just ruin your whole combo. Yeah. Um, no, I know what you mean because I, I have a friend who plays Diddy Diddy Kong pretty well. I mean, played him before 
the like sudden outcry of Diddy is OP happened. Oh god, but, uh, yeah. He had he had this this uh, zero to KO combo that he practiced a bunch, and he sent me a replay of him pulling it off online. And it was the guy spawned, and he got it was like short hair back up or short bear short hop, excuse me, short hop back air, and then he would just back aired, back aired, back aired, and like got the guy in the loop all the way to the end of the stage, and meteor smashed him when he got off the edge, and it was just like crisp and like flawless, and it yeah. was just crazy seeing that because he got it to where the guy couldn't have air dodged and that's like very very rare to achieve in smash yeah. 4 it's like super cool it's so it's like, nuts sorry I, go ahead go ahead i was just ahead. wondering like <laughs> i mean has, jimmy have you been up mm. to anything this week that isn't smash <laughs> oh yeah no yeah, yeah i have i actually have not been playing a lot of smash lately um First of all, I've been playing A Link Between Worlds a little bit because oh, I... Oh, yeah, you I, did a video on it. Yeah, I did a video with good friend uh, Todd, Rated S Games, on, who, who on Link Between Worlds. wants to come back to the TOVG cast someday? Yeah, and we're we'll, gonna, we'll get him back on someday. as soon as possible. He, yeah. did a, he did a Did You Know Gaming. It was on Jet Set Radio. It was really, really cool. Mm -hmm. cool. He's, cool. He's working his way up. One <laughs> yeah, small he's... step to greatness every week. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, I played a little bit of Link Between Worlds. Uh, I played way too much Binding of Isaac. Uh, I think I have like almost 60 hours and, in and that game now. And did you say earlier you made an alternative channel for it? Oh, no, I didn't I didn't make an alternate <laughs> channel. I have a channel where That'd I've be been great. Like, uploading Twitch uh, highlights the from my channel. Twitch streams. It's like, it's like a channel where every video has like 12 views, you know? <laughs> Just because I, I put them up for like my own sake of like, yeah, this was like a cool thing. I'll keep it here. But uh, I got a run in Isaac that was so good. Like, it was every item I got, every room I walked into, I felt like Edmund McMillan was hovering over my shoulder, whispering in my ear, hey, man, just have this one on us. It's, it's cool. You got it. And it was just like every single thing that happened was just like the game handing me my victory. <laughs> just perfect. And so, yeah. So I had to upload that. It was a 30-minute run from <laughs> start to end of game because I just like beast mode it it's pretty crazy i'm uh oh, sorry the other thing i've been playing this week though is geometry wars 3 oh 3d three three Just dimensions three. it's three colon dimensions there we go <laughs> yeah see see what they did there yeah yeah it's essentially the quick review of geometry wars 3 is geometry wars 2 was like the first one but with more and geometry <laughs> wars 3 is like the second one but with more the wow. graphics are like a bunch better. The the like there's like three dimensional like stages that you can go on. You can like go on like a sphere and no, like your shots go around the sphere and it's really that's crazy. That's what I'm interested in. Um Yeah, it's super hard. It's how, really hard. How do they manage the 3D stuff? Uh your the camera's always centered above you, so you can never see like the other side of the mm. three dimension thing. And as you go around corners and stuff, like the the object you're on kind of rotates like automatically so it it's kind of interesting it feels very natural when you're doing that but like as you go over corners it just follows you and it's i mean it's super fucking hard because you're playing on a 3d plane and you 
<laughs> shit spawning everywhere and your bullets are flying around and it's it's hard. There's there's a shmup that I really like that I've been um, wanting and preparing to do a video on called Revolver 360. I think I've actually talked right. on the show about it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you press the trigger buttons on your controller to rotate the background. Oh, yeah. Three-dimensionally, which also changes the bullet placement. So if the screen is, like, um, full of bullets, you can press the trigger and, and line them up so that you can change the camera angle to rotate the Z-axis so that a screen full of bullets suddenly becomes one flat line of bullets from the new angle. Yeah. yeah. And, and use that to, like, strategic... <laughs> It's amazing, and, and <laughs> I feel I felt super special about finding this game, and now I'm like really scared that oh, Geometry Wars is just gonna like make the same thing. But but no. if it's automatic, that means it's not, which means I can still make a video about it and get this exposure and and like uh, I love I love this game, and I want to share the love because I don't know any other games that that do that trick. That no, it no, it's not. Really geometry Wars cool. definitely didn't didn't emulate that at all. It's like. The biggest change to the 3D things is like instead of being on a flat rectangle where you know there are walls and you run into them and the, the enemies can corner you, it's a like there's one that's like a rounded off cube. So like there's six sides and each one has like a slope to go into the other side and it's like you're going around a cube and there's no walls. So you could just keep going in one direction the entire time and like spin around the cube and like you know, there's obviously um, the objective of getting score and not dying and stuff. And there's yeah, different game I think, modes. And I'm, I think I'm starting to picture it now. Yeah. Like, I've seen there's, screenshots, but I haven't seen gameplay of it. But I've always been intrigued by how Geometry Wars could, could go 3D. Right. And also, there's boss battles. There's, like, an oh adventure my, oh, okay. mode. And there's boss <laughs> battles. And, oh, my gosh, they're very, very cool. Is there a story cool. mode? It's, it's like an adventure mode. It's like each <laughs> level is its own, like, it picks a, a mode, like, you know, uh, deadline or evolved or you know pacifism or king and then it like gives you a specifically shaped stage for that mode the, so like yeah the, does Super the bosses use the 3d spear to um, you know in mechanics like throwing a rocket like across the you know the opposite direction that comes right behind you or anything like that there is stuff that happens like that like one of the bosses i played him on that like that like rounded cube and it yeah. would go to a specific side to like regroup and then it would spawn enemies on the opposite side and so you'd be like fighting it but enemies would be coming from behind you and you'd have to like mm. you know pick which one you want to attack and stuff and it's really interesting very very cool i'm like not even halfway through it because uh i got to like one of the levels and it's just it's just so hard it's like the game gets super hard and when you get to a boss you can't pass it unless you have a certain number of stars and you can get up to three stars per level based on how good you do and so like you have to get good to progress it's like really it's really cool i've been enjoying that a lot what are the bosses like just giant squares like what do they look like <laughs> um, they're like they're like actually super complex geometry like really spiky geometry and then like when they're invincible when they put up like a crystal thing around them uh -huh. and then they spawn like a new wave of enemies it's, it's super interesting how they did the boss battles because like every phase has a timer on what you can beat it and if the timer runs out you oh lose. that's cool yeah and like you beat the time or you beat the phase and you like checkpoint and get more time for the next phase it's really it's crazy it's like it's like 15 bucks and it, it's obviously like a hundred times better than the previous game so Dang. highly recommend that yeah, I played a lot of Geometry Wars in uh, college with uh, uh -huh. with one of my friends. We just did like I ne I never played it up until that point. Uh, mm -hmm. She got me into it, and mm -hmm. it was it's super fun. Yeah, and the great thing is like literally everything from two returns. 
So like, mm. if you'd never played two, you could just buy three and have a better graphics version of two. In 3D. <laughs> dun, dun. Dun, that dun. makes a big difference. It's, w- it's great. It's great. I want to very, very briefly talk about something I, I played a couple days ago, which is the weirdest AAA of this year oh, is man. The Crew. Have, oh, you guys, have you guys heard of The Crew? I have. Yeah, yeah. SpongeBob. The... <laughs> <laughs> no, so, oh, no, wait, wait, what is it? Wait, really? You thought it was SpongeBob? No, no, I didn't. I didn't think it was. <laughs> it's, the car, it's the car game with the squished map. Yeah, what? yeah, it, it's a, it's a Ubisoft, it's, uh, circumcised hang Florida on, on the side. Before, hang on, before we move on, I want Youngtown to, to expand on what he was trying to say. I'm curious, I'm very curious. <laughs> no, no, I, I said, no, no, I wasn't saying anything. I was just trying to, I was just trying to act like, naively, like I, I thought that's what it was. Okay, okay. I, thought, I, I thought there was a legit explanation for this, and no, I was very no. interested to see. Oh, there, but, there's but not. the game's, like, yeah, probably tell, just tell me what, yeah, what it would have been anyway. Yeah, well, okay, tell me about the crew. Like, uh, I've never heard of it, so like, exp- so it's, explain it to me. How do you, how does it play? It's a sandbox MMO driving game. Wait, that, that sounds amazing. That takes, <laughs> it takes place on a really, really gigantic, huge map that is shaped and designed like the United States of America. Whoa, that's so, sick, but it's terrible? <laughs> no, it, I, I mean, I don't know. I didn't really play much of it. I played a couple hours, but it's weird. Uh, uh, like not like I didn't have an objectively bad time with it and I didn't necessarily have like the time of my life with it either but I found a friend of mine on Twitter who also has it and we ended up um, just exploring the map together and over the course of like two hours we ended up going on this great American road trip (laughs) where (laughs) the game starts you off in in Detroit and we were like no we want to go see what our states are like he lives in let's go to anywhere but Detroit yeah exactly he lives in Indiana and he noticed that on the squished up you're not going to have your car anymore yeah, so many jokes there that I'm just going to let pass. On, on this, this squished up map of the USA that they're using, because they can't have like a full one-to-one scale model. So it's right. like a cartoony, adorable dwarf version of the USA <laughs> where Indiana does not exist. <laughs> like it looks like a, a child was making a Play-Doh version of the USA and yeah. then he like wanted to eat Georgia and Indiana and a lot of like the boring parts of the East Coast, but then tried yeah. to smush it all back together to make it still resemble the continental USA. But so I'm assuming like the West Coast is just like California and Washington oh, and Oregon just non-existent. Okay. L.A. is like one fourth of the entire West Coast. Yeah, great. And and like Miami is like one fourth of the entire East Coast, and and New York makes up the other half. Nothing else. There isn't Atlanta though. No, there isn't, and that's the what? thing. What everyone, what what everyone who lives in America is going to do when they pick up this game is, of course, drive to, to where their, their town or their city is yeah. and see exactly. what is there. And and where Atlanta should be on this map. <laughs> Is Chattanooga, Tennessee? Oh wow! <laughs> like, cause they squished it. They like compressed a lot of um, 
Come a lot on. Of, of what Georgia should be and made it Florida instead because, of course, Florida is, like, <laughs> more, popular. more popular and recognizable. So, like, Chattanooga is, like, <laughs> a five-minute drive directly west of Daytona Beach, Florida. <laughs> oh. You should have oh. at least given Atlanta their airport. I mean, like, just give them their airport That's at least. what I was thinking. <laughs> like, like, it's not one of the major cities on the map. Like, there are only five of those, and then there are a bunch of small towns, and that's what Chattanooga is one of those. But I was thinking that, like, at least the, maybe they would have a small town with, like, an airstrip and call it Atlanta and, and like, maybe <laughs> a, a billboard that says airport. Coca-Cola. But instead, there's, like, yeah. Chattanooga, Tennessee. And right outside of Chattanooga, Tennessee, there are all these, like, cotton fields oh with, with like, rich, luxurious <laughs> mansions in, across oh my the streets. Oh, Come on. Yes. Cotton fields in the south. Yes, oh my. yes. When, when you're driving you in the west, it's, like, a desert. When you're driving in, in around Detroit, it's, like, farmland and forest. When you are in the south, like, the default <laughs> biome that you are in is actually <laughs> cotton fields. That's... Oh, right. so it's like it's like gosh. a child who made an Ameri- like made in America, but was I, also I aware of America's greatest shame <laughs> and implemented yeah, I, it I, in, into his Play-Doh structure. That's ridiculous. I, I suspect that the people behind this game might not actually be American, but I, I don't know. Like I've done some travel in my time, and then that don't. A lot of the places seem to have gotten more love than others, but a lot of others are just like an incredibly weird, bizarre alien interpretation of what would be there. <laughs> so I saw the map, and the map basically is just like a what I from what I see a bunch of highways leading to these big cities, right? right? right. Which is, so you know on that's these highways, much the USA, right? Well, on these highways, what is the scenery like? Is it cotton fields? <laughs> It doesn't change. Well, like they, they didn't really. There's no lush environments. There's no. There will be forests deserts. and houses and cotton fields and yeah, there will be deserts in the west and and farms and the farms will be the, their crop will be themed based on the region. So the farms in the south a lot of times have cotton fields. And there's the farms, no oranges. There's no Georgia. No, peaches. there are oranges. Oh, okay. When you're in Florida in California, the farms have oranges. And no, there aren't any peaches because the child ate, <laughs> ate Georgia. The kid who made this Play-Doh map of the USA ate Georgia and mushed the rest of the states where but it left used the to cotton be. fields. Okay. Yeah, and that's why that's why Chattanooga, Tennessee, is five miles west of Daytona Beach, Florida. Um. Anyways, that's so uh, weird. also that's like super remember, interesting. It, it, I think I said it's an MMO, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's you an said MMO that. RPG car driving game. Which means you um, have like mobs and leveling up to do and mobs. and gated. Well, it, it's so weird. Instead <laughs> just, of um, just for the sake of just for the sake of it, can we refer to this as an MMO car PG? Yes, I will. Mm. I will use that. That's great. It's a car PG. <laughs> yes. So you have this big wide open um, map where you cruise in USA for a while and, and certain regions of it will be gated based on level. And I found mm-hmm. out it's not because like in an MMORPG monsters would run up to you and kill you. It's because the optional minigame race challenges in those areas are locked by level. Mm. So the harder race challenges will um, need to be unlocked by completing earlier ones, which fills up an XP bar, which you you spend a lot of the points that you earn through those systems on literal car armor. Car <laughs> like armor. The, instead of, okay. instead yes. of equipping a yes. helmet, you'll upgrade your suspension. Or, so make it go faster? Yeah, and, and there are car classes. 
Like there are cars designed for tanking other cars and crashing into them and cars designed for like aggroing other cars and running (laughs) circles around them. It is the weirdest, the weirdest, highly budgeted, overproduced AAA Ubisoft game they could have done. And it still sticks to the tropes. You still like climb towers to unlock portions of the mini-map, but you do it in a car. You don't climb the towers. You drive to the towers, but they're still there. I'm I'm like the only guy who plays... Who will dabble into an MMO here on this on this podcast? Oh, you would get you just make it out worse. It. You would laugh your <laughs> no, ass off no. at it. <laughs> and oh my god! I gotta give it a try. I want to play this I have game. The beta. Yeah, but I probably can't because I have a Macintosh. Yeah. This well, also uh, what are you playing it's it on? the like only AAA Ubisoft game I played this year that actually runs pretty good and worked. <laughs> Great. Did uh, did your cars have a glitch where they didn't show their face and it was only the teeth and eyes? No, right. everything looked exactly like gone. what it was supposed to, and it's also a super weird wait, MMO wait. car PG. The glitch only happens through Detroit, where your wheels would just do the cars come have off. faces. Is this like cars, like the Pixar cars? No, I was making an Assassin's Creed <laughs> Unity joke. Oh, also, oh, no. it has a cinematic, rich story about you avenging the b- death of your brother by infiltrating no. into crime gangs no. across the United States. Can your we... main character is voiced by Troy Baker, and wow, like it's it's it tries to be a super serious anyway, crime you can get drama work, huh, Troy? sandbox <laughs> MMO RPG. Can we oh al- can we also just refer to this game as Car Cry from now on? Yes. Car Cry. Yes. Car- More car puns, car- please. <laughs> You're driving me insane with them. Uh, 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 driving. We're gonna take a break for now. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> we have to. Uh, God, this 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 is a weird year. <laughs> yeah, that's. I didn't know that that was the game because the last time I saw it was at E3 and they had that that uh, trailer and they used like the glitch mob in the trailer and it was pretty cool because I like the glitch mob and it was a good yeah. song and so I was like okay drive in and glitch mob you have my attention well, but they well, didn't explain that it was like a really weird. crazy car PG <laughs> well you can still like just cruise around the United States and check out the sights and the scenery and be like, hey, I've been there. It doesn't look like that. And um, <laughs> there's nothing really threatening you because there aren't mobs of monsters attacking you. The, your only incentive not to do that is that you can't take place in the optional race challenges in that area. It's so weird. Yeah, I mean, oh. what it sounds like is just kind of a ridiculous Ubisoftized version of like <laughs> Need for Speed Underground. Oh, that would be cool. I wish it was. Mm. <laughs> Need for Speed Underground was... Oh, man, it was so good back in the yeah, day. Yeah, man. Underground 2, I, I think I wasted, like, hundreds of hours playing hundreds, that game. Hundreds, man. Hundreds. Dude, that, Wait, when yeah, Neon Lights was, best. like, popular back then, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's when, oh, yeah, the, and, like, really terrible rap music was also popular. <laughs> yeah. Which, which right? nothing has really changed except, you, you know, know, just most the of, subgenre of it. Most of the cruise soundtrack is really terrible hipster rock. Oh. So, like, that's oh. pretty much taken its place. What? Mm. I haven't heard any Glitch Mob yet. Yeah, I was going to say, but Glitch Mob. What about the Glitch Mob? They just <laughs> Maybe released they only an album. licensed it for the trailer. They're like, yeah, here's the trailer. Now, uh, now here's like Mumford and Sons while you drive around. <laughs> uh, 
to be to be fair, that glitch bomb song they used was two years old at the time, so <laughs> if, it, if it works, <laughs> it works. I, mean, yeah, I guess maybe so, that right? just means they can license more. If it's like <laughs> if if licenses for licensed game soundtracks depreciates at the same rate video games do, then a two year song would go on a Steam sale for like forty bucks. <laughs> so so like what you're saying is that the soundtrack the problems with this game with this car game are a licensing issue i i (laughs) thanks everybody we'll be right back after this break (laughs) i like how george didn't get it at first (laughs) what you had to think about it too no no i i stepped back and said oh i was was taking a breath that's amazing Jet, how easy is it to drive in the new Mario Kart Wii game? And Jet says, get behind the wheel. Want to do a flip? Get behind the wheel. Want to pop a wheelie? Get behind the wheel. Want a power slide? Get behind the wheel. Still not convinced? Just look at Jet Jr. This is great, Daddy. Look at that boy. Every Mario Kart Wii comes with a Wii wheel. Rated E for everyone. Out of the 21st century comes Mega Man, a super warrior robot combating the evil robots of the notorious Dr. Wily. Suit up with Mega Man each week as he joins forces with Rush, his faithful robo-dog, and Roll, his robotic sister, as they battle Dr. Wily's superbot villains, Proto-Man, Gutsman, Cutman, and all his other evil creations. Don't miss Mega Man, the superhero of the 21st century. Hello and welcome back to the TOVG podcast. Um, since I'm having a super celebration night, there are actually guests that are going to be arriving in a few minutes, so we have to get through news fast. Right, we talked too much about the crew, and yeah. And, 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 and I rambled Smash, on way but, too stupidly but, about Smash Brothers, so... No, that, man, that's, that's, that's right here. Cut some of that out. Well, I, no, it's, it's <laughs> nope. going to be fine. Everyone's going to love it because Target pulled GTA off store shelves in Australia... Okay. Oh, I was going to say, wouldn't it be awesome, though, if we had a crew-type game with the level of detail of Grand Theft Auto? That would be insane. <laughs> that would be that would be amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it would be awesome, but Target pulled in GTA V off shelves <laughs> in Australia. Yeah. So it's just, like, like, everywhere? Like, this is, like, Australia-wide? They're just like, nope. I, I, I guess. I don't know. It's just like franchise wide. Apparently, Kmart followed up on it because they're both owned by the same um, evil conglomerate, which <laughs> is a totally separate entity from from the rest of the world's uh, mm-hmm. branches. Matt looks like he wants to say something. No, no I, I want you to pull up the page that you are showing me. Uh, so Which one? So what exactly, why did they pull it off? Was they, it because they, of the first person sex scenes? Or no, because they they said they're consumers, right? They didn't want them on the shelves. Yeah, and so because they, they, they felt didn't want the consumers them. were, were dis, displeased with, with the, the quote-unquote sexual violence mm. in the game. Which, I mean, I guess you could spend having sex with people and then killing them into sexual violence. But it just like... <laughs> This this game has already been out for a year. This reminds encourages players to commit sexual violence and kill women. <laughs> Are we still on this? Really? Yeah, Are we still on this? Like in 2006, yeah. there was a lot of um, petitioning happening in the same in the same way, and yeah. nothing ever really came of it. Except now it will, and I imagine it's going to be back in like a week because this has happened before. Like remember when Hot Coffee pulled it off of um, pulled GTA San Andreas oh, yeah, off shelves yeah. for like a week in 2005 or four five, yeah. and um, like. 
but but still, I I don't. You can still just if you're in Australia, buy it at a different chain. Yeah. Like this reminds me of um how Walmart wouldn't stock um John Stewart's book Democracy in Action, and I ended up just buying it at a Barnes and Noble because because it yeah. had pictures of naked court justices in it, uh, and supposedly like the media was playing up them not st- Walmart not stocking this book as the death knell to its um financial success but it ended up selling a lot anyway at other stores okay whatever i I don't know it's it's really weird no one probably likes this and uh i guess except for the people who who started the petition which kind of focused on um sex workers who to you know felt like they were watching themselves getting killed in the game but that was it it just seems like that's such an incredibly small minority of um the audience when it has forty six thousand um quote-unquote supporters which yeah. which is ironic because there are also like a lot of other compilations of troll posts on this very same um on this very same pe- petition that ended up just driving up that number further. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 are it's, we talking about posts along the lines of those like the Amazon fifty thousand dollar TV where like there's a post that's like we sold our child into slavery to pay for this TV and it's like a million upvotes and it's obviously fake of course but like there are, we there are about- some that are that are like just blatant troll posts that just say like hey LMAO and then there are others <laughs> that are just like support that are quote unquote supported signatures on this um petition like explaining why they think the petition is stupid uh-huh that's so, uh- I like oh, where, where do we stand on this? I, like, I, I, it's, I mean, it's super weird because also no one expects to take p- p- the people. Yeah, no one expects people to take these online petitions seriously. Anyway, yeah. right? Yeah, like, how I mean, often I don't. has this, this happened before? When has someone taken an online petition seriously before? Like, I don't. Maybe Sopa. Sopa. Yeah. Well, uh, I get. Yeah. That was yeah. more than a petition, though. Like a lot of websites yeah, legit was... shut down for a day. Yeah. yeah. Um. I, yeah, I forgot about Sopa. Yeah, uh, I know, right? Until it comes back up again. <laughs> That's weird. Like I still get emails. 2012 up in here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at, at a few of these signatures now. One of them says, Oy vey, the Goyams hate women. Yes, they do. Oh, boy. By Jurgen Rosenberg in Israel Town, Israel. Yeah, these are some of, some of the signatures. Israel Town, this. Israel. <laughs> <laughs> these, these are some of the signatures on on this petition wanting to get Target to take Grand Theft Auto out, out of the shelf. In Australia, weird, too, which is which is like another funny angle. Like they're really prudish about video games for some reason. Like they didn't have an equivalent of an M rating until fairly recently. Yeah. I I don't know. What? This is did, like Did you guys play GTA five? I, I didn't. I don't briefly, have very briefly. Yeah, I'm waiting for the PC version. Same. Okay, so never mind. Okay, continue. Wait, were there spoilers? <laughs> no, no. I was. I was gonna ask you. I played that game uh, like a hundred percent through. Like I played that mm. game and explored every like square inch of it and did everything. Mm. And uh, I, I'm. I'm sure I just can't remember it. But I mean, I don't remember it having any more. No, like sexual is was that the re- sexual violence was is that the reason it was pulled off? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the stated reason. Yeah, and, and like to I, be fair, I, I, compared I to the other games in the series, like they really ramped up the uh, 
the 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 implied actions of uh, of, of, of the prurient nature. Oh, <laughs> I don't, yeah. I, yeah. It, I mean, but it's it's I, I don't get it. It's the it's GTA. Like it's yeah, been it's going on for a GTA. while. It's the same thing. You can kill women. You can kill guys too. It's, it doesn't matter. It's, I mean, like, like it's, it's it's the same thing as Ubisoft. You climb a tower to find your map in every Ubisoft game. You <laughs> kill a hooker in every oh. GTA. Same thing. It's right? a really weird story. It also Whoa. feels like a very familiar story. It's just mm-hmm. um, like this thing has happened before a few yeah, times. You, you could almost like say, oh, you know, okay, this is an old news story, and you just click it right off. Life goes on, but it doesn't make life any less confusing and scary. I don't know. Maybe I feel like G- GTA Five is like, is I mean, obviously the biggest one yet, and there's so much yeah. more to do. Um, I think the biggest thing that's always got on my nerves about people who play GTA games is like, you know, they're like, oh, I, I, GTA is boring. I just drive around and then I just get bored. Or I get, don't do the missions and play the game. <laughs> and listen to the radio. Or, uh, Even when you're driving around and sitting and listening to the radio, it's fun. That's like, what I wanted ridiculous. to do in the crew is just drive around America and listen to the radio. GTA games are really good at that. Yeah. Or like uh, <laughs> people who say, oh, you know what I like to do? I like to get on a tall building and and, and snipe, snipe people. Everybody. It's like, oh, real, real original, George. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like really original. You're, you it's so great. Speaking of, of getting on top of <laughs> tall buildings and sniping people, um, are we talking about another Ubisoft game? Hey, oh, maybe. Well, <laughs> oh. actually, if if you wanted to, you could now stream Ubisoft games on your PC to other people using Steam Broadcasting, which is a service that they're launching in competition to Twitch, which is oh yeah, that's interesting. Way. Well, yeah, I. That's segue right there. We're on the clock, gentlemen. Um, it's actually getting a lot of positive press compared to Twitch. A lot of people are saying there's a lot less of a um, latency involved at the time between seeing someone's actions and, and it actually um, having been their inputs uh, is a lot shorter than Twitch, which um, mm. I... <laughs> which is a very... I don't know. It raises a lot of interesting questions about, like, when, why, and how to broadcast yourself and how, like, privacy might work in gameplay and how you might want to turn this feature off when you're loading up some weird Skyrim mods you might have. But mm-hmm. one person was writing about how they were using it with their um, friends in DayZ to uh-huh. keep track of each other, to have, like, oh. a multi-screen setup of their squad's viewpoints on the same screen. That's interesting. That sounds... Amazing, that's actually. Some, some on-live type stuff right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, like like mm. a literal PC equivalent of split-screen mode. Yeah. I, uh, I, I love that. I would lo- just, just have another screen of all your, your guys, and then you're waiting for people to come and attack you and stuff like that. That would and, make and things so much more interesting. They said it really helped out when they needed to provide sniper support for each other, because right. then they could see exactly where their teammates needed to move and what right. what uh, what what danger zones they needed to cover and whatnot. And I'm really interested. I would like to play a game like that someday, where... Where I can see the screens of my teammates and like coordinate using that data with them. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. Like my first impressions for for this were like the way I saw it, at least in the article that I read about it, was it sounded like I can just be playing a game and some rando can just like on my friends list can just like 
pop in and start watching me at any point. And I, that, I think like, you have to click a few things to opt into it. I would okay. hope so, at least. In yeah, online, they have that shit enabled yes. by default. It, it default. And it was... <laughs> I remember it's your new. story. Yeah. It, it, my my yeah. friend had a similar experience to you, and he, he all of a sudden you hear this heavy breathing. You're like... <gasps> <gasps> and you think it's part of the game at first, but then you realize it's something much scarier. It's right. a real person in real life. <laughs> It's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I can't imagine. Can you imagine backseat gaming <laughs> oh and online? Gosh. Like, or any, like, Steam? Oh, my God. It's it's yeah. the kind of feature, for OnLive at least, that once you find out it exists, you immediately turn it off. <laughs> it's like yeah. Twitch chat had voice chat, you know? Yeah. Oh. oh, dude, why is that not a feature? <laughs> Twitch chat, voice chat, voice chat. Oh, It'd my It'd just be, gosh. like, a thousand people be like, Copy pasta. Kappa. <laughs> The copy pasta, you see all oh, the stories being read out how, at the same time. How would you oh, no. um, voice the like ASCII artwork of, of like the little guy <laughs> flipping a table over? Or something? I would just, I would just hope that it would be like, like the Microsoft Sam voice, but being like, it is a picture of Hitler. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> is that what that is? It looked like Kaparian for some reason. Uh, there's like, a, there's a lot of them, dude. There's so many of those like ASCII arts. Yes, um, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> oh, what about the what about the, the speaking the, of of, di <laughs> of digital artwork? Okay, okay. All right. um, okay. um, the the Jeff Keighley Awards are happening tomorrow, which which for <laughs> listeners is going to be tonight. The Doritos it's, it's and Mountain Dew Awards. No, no, they're trying to be classy about it this time. There is a disclaimer on the Jeff Keighley Awards website. You can Google search Jeff Keighley Awards. It'll probably be the first result where it'll actually say that this um the Jeff Keighley Awards are not affiliated with Spike TV or Game Trailers or Doritos. No. They don't say that. <laughs> well, anyways, Whoa, that's a little far. This the, the there was a news um, update that Jeff Keeley himself tweeted yet yesterday, I believe, maybe it was mm -hmm. earlier today, where he said twelve world premiere trailers are going to show at the Jeff Keeley Awards, and that um I guess started a whole nother interesting debate wait, about wait a like sec. why video game award shows need to have trailers. Or well, they don't really need to. But why do the the big ones? Why do the big ones need to? Because like no one watches the Dice Awards. Like maybe maybe three people watch I, the I GDC have, Awards and the IGF. Haven't heard of either of those. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but everyone knows what the Spike VGA Awards are, Aren't, and everyone hates those. What exactly yeah. is if like it's not like Emmys or anything like that? You know, they're they're. they're it's it's like something that you can hang up like oh man i won an emmy yeah. but no, it's it, a jeff keely jeff jeff keely awards is it credible enough is he that popular well, he has that a it panel would of, make of you judges. feel awesome if i mean it's not just him deciding who gets the award he has a panel of like 12, 12 judges you can look it up on the website there are some important developers and journalists I, i'm just seeing a doritos bag award you know, uh, 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 I hope the awards uh, are called. I hope the, the golden the awards Dorito. themselves are called Jeffy's. The golden Dorito. It's, it's golden like a Dorito, little gold yes. Dorito on a, on a little stick with the the yes. like yes. angled rectangle mount at the bottom. Mm -hmm. If this was It'll like if this the was the Jeff Olympics, Keely golden Dorito. If this was the Olympics and there was like a second place, it would be like the Cool Ranch silver Dorito. Cool Ranch <laughs> yes. with the little copyright symbol after Cool Ranch. Oh, oh dude. Man. I would be on okay your, with on a your award. 
Is it a Dorito award? Going home with that? I don't know. Okay because that, that means that the games Doritos like best get it instead of the games that the critics or the people like best. This is the award show like that Call also has the really weird um, viewers' choice categories, like most trending gamer. Most trending gamer. Most what? And also best fan <laughs> creation. Like that like one's kind of cool. I'm interested I, I, with that. I do like it, but it's still weird. Yeah. <laughs> And I like oh, weird stuff, this, so this guilty is, as charged, weird, I guess. This is also the weird video game awards thing that sends out a weird email to, like... We got invitations. I, right. Like, I got an invitation, which is weird, because, like, I'm not, like, a notable gaming personality. I'm just, like, some guy with, like, a small-ass YouTube channel. But, like, it... W- I immediately upon opening the email, which I thought was fake because it says the Game Awards invitation and it's from Geoff Keighley. I'm like, okay, this obviously... And it's just like his name. It's not not the Game Awards that it's It's from. It's from Geoff Keighley. It's from Geoff Keighley himself. Like, he personally sent this to me. But it's like a weird (laughs) kind of small square propaganda poster that says, you're invited. The Game Awards 2014. And there's these pillars with torches that say games Games will rise rise on them. And it's like, what? And that's all the information given. It's like Friday, December 5th, Access Theater, Las Vegas. No information other than that. They're definitely not, like, telling us to get on a plane and go. No. I guess you could spin this as, like, a pass to get in the door. But but apparently... Anyone could print that out. Apparently, we got invitations (laughs) to the Jeff Keighley Awards. Like, anybody could print that out. Yeah. 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 It's going to be a full I could forward this to a friend right now. (laughs) And, And so, the... It's just this JPEG image, this Art Deco style with the Games Will Rise pillars, and then underneath it just says, you're invited. The Game Awards 2014, Las Vegas, Nevada. It's like, gee whiz, thanks for being specific. Friday, December 5th, I guess all day, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Hey, but at least... Go ahead, ahead, Jim. I was just going to say, at least least, uh, Gmail allows me to add Friday, December 5th to my calendar. That'll be real helpful. There you go. I was so gonna ask: it, it Are is, these awards called the Jeff Healy Awards? That's what they're called. They're actually yeah. called the Game Awards. Oh, which is a, okay. also a really weird name. Good. I was about to say, yeah, I was mean, like, how, how, like, oh, okay, bad well, would that the, be? The, the, the joke is because Jeff Keighley is is primarily um, investing in it himself, along yeah. with the other sponsors, which I guess are going to be a lot of the developers and publishers putting out these twelve world premiere trailers. Um, so yeah, there's still some advertising going on, but it's like Jeff Keighley basically trying to branch off from Spike and Game Trailers to make another award show that's, that might, I guess, kind of class it up a bit more, which still is weird because they're still going to be showing commercials during the whole thing. And like the, the Oscars and the Emmys don't, do they show trailers during those? Like they still cut to commercials, I guess. That's Uh, why they have the theater trailers, not not game trailers. You have the internet for that, or and or the movie theater, right? Like, I mean, technically, these trailers are just going to be on the internet forever after the Game Awards, but it's yeah. still something to get consumers watching it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, if if we are to speculate what twelve trailers the are, these are, what is it going to be like? Assassin's Creed Victory yep. and Far Cry Five. Yep. Oh, that's right. Assassin's Creed Victory was announced. That's another piece of news. Victorian London. I. It's Assassin's Creed. It's not that news. It's like. We knew that that was going to happen. A new Assassin's Creed. It would happen eventually. Which subtitle and which time zone was all that we needed to know. This is a setting that, like, I've seen a whole lot of fans request since the end of Assassin's Creed 1. I'm surprised it took them this long, and I'm also surprised my interest in the series has waned now that it's finally happening. You're you're surprised? 
I think the the one that I'm like still shocked that they just haven't done yet is like why is there no Assassin's Creed like feudal Japan? Yeah, like, that's the other one. It's like, always been Victorian London and feudal Japan that that people have requested. And actually, they addressed one person behind the franchise. I forget the <laughs> name and I forget the role, but an official Ubisoft person did say that they didn't want to do Japan because it was kind of played out at this point, I guess. Which, I don't know, like the Tenchu games? You sneak around <laughs> medieval Japan? What other... Uh, they, say, they say that now. Red Ninja? They say that now. Played out? I'm, I'm just... That's, that's really curious. They don't want to do... Uh, they don't want to theme their Assassin's Creed game Feudal Japan because, you know, Feudal Japan's really played out at this point. Man, that... I wonder what else is really played out at this point. <laughs> says... Climbing up towers? Maybe. Says an, an official authority on the Assassin's Creed franchise. Like, wow. guys, come on. Yeah. Anyways. We have integrity. This is the this is the podcast <laughs> where Jimmy is angsty at Ubisoft the whole time. But to yeah, be fair, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of excited about what the crew might turn into later on. <laughs> the like, MMO. It's weird. A, a big like expansion RPG. pack. It's, I can't it's wait for weird. I, it's it's a little brave. I, I, got, I got my hopes up a bit. I'm Dude, I can't wait. It. I can't really? wait for the crew burning crusade. Anybody? What, the what? crew burning. What if they make expansion oh, packs? And, and that, oh, and that's supposed God. to be the best thing, right? That's the no, what Burning if, Crusade what if they, is supposed to be the best expansion pack. What, what if so they do? And what if the next map is like Europe or something? Did you... But, guys... The Burning Crusade. My... Uh, my pun. If you're making the burning, I don't get it. Oh, pun. burning crusade! Oh my god! Oh, Jimmy, you were. It was awful. a joke within a joke. <laughs> a jokeception no, right there. That's oh, like a, oh, they're not. St- oh, god <laughs> son of a gun. Jimmy, Jimmy, <laughs> I believe that went over Jimmy. my head. Yeah, he had no emphasis. Give it a rest, he buddy. had no emphasis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Come when you on, say it the Jim. second time, if no one gets it, you have to say it the second time. You know, burning crew. Guys, <laughs> burning crew. Five dollars says that. I, I, I put five dollars down that the Polygon review of this game has its subtitle. You know how they do subtitles in their reviews? Yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna be Cruise in USA. Mm. <laughs> the crew review. I love that game. Colon oh. Cruise in USA. I love that. I, game. I got one. I got Jump one. What it, it's a car catastrophe. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, back to this tired old formula. Oh <laughs> man, Jimmy. We're, he's a little for, dark. This podcast. We're, we're running out of, uh, uh, of gas. Car, car taku. The... Car taku. <laughs> I. Uh, I I have to get going. <laughs> no segue, just straight up stating the facts. I have friends arriving. We're going to play Smash. We're going to have a damn good time. And whoever else is out there listed, I hope you do too. All right, real quick before you yeah, go. Everyone's invited as well. Does, everybody, yeah, I does anybody have things to plug? Anybody? Things to play? To uh, plug or to play? Plug. I'll, oh. I'll, I'll go first. I have mm. a video up. It's a link between worlds levelhead. You should go watch that. It has a cool guy who collabed, and we have a video on his channel too. You should go watch that right now. Hey, moving on to the next one. Who's got something to plug? Oh, hey, I reviewed all the Dragon Age games. It's funny. It's cool. Um, I'm a black <laughs> guy who reviews games. Come watch me. All right, you, next. <laughs> 
George, put a, George puts up a video every week. That yeah. one, that's that's up right now. Go watch that one. Actually, I did put a little bit more love than usual into this week's video. Well, maybe I shouldn't quite say it like that. I was quite excited about the topic of this week's video, which was um like looking at uh, how well, video games handle you're war. You're giving a legit answer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead. And um, anti-war war games. People seem to like it so far. I yeah, I hope they keep liking it. Anyways, um, but yeah, yeah basically like looking at, at uh, this recent glut of games that try to be really depressing about war and how they compare to other games in the past that might be like really um giddy about war and how there might be like undercurrent threads inside of the mechanics of these games giving messages that I don't know just kind of condemn everyone involved. <laughs> All right. that is, it's a really weird explanation, but if you see it, it'll probably make sense. Oh, yeah. oh also I might add, mm -hmm. um, I said I was a black guy who reviews games, but I'm not as good as Satch, so... <laughs> yeah, oh, Satch has that a out video there. out. Don't go, go, don't go for high hopes, you know? Mario and Mega like, Man. oh man, this guy's like Satch. No, no. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> happening. Dude, well, I don't oh, think oh, you, you can't hold anybody like to Satch's standards, though. he's in a whole other plane of existence. And Luke, I know you got a new thing. Anything out? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think Luke's call dropped, but I'll plug I'll plug Luke's <laughs> video for him. Uh, oh, oh, hello, hello. <laughs> wait, wait, are you back? Oh my gosh, have you guys? Hello, how, hello. how much have I been cutting out? Uh, I, I think it was I, literally just like the past thirty seconds. There is someone literally knocking on my door right okay, now. Okay, uh, Luke about a new video. It's this rap about Smash Brothers. It's really good. No, you no, go no, watch that. no. I don't want to plug that video. I want to plug. No? Uh, I want to plug Jimmy's latest video. Go watch his A Link Between Worlds video. It's really good. <laughs> oh love. Oh man. Okay, people are knocking on George's door. We actually have to go for real. Bye, you can everybody. hear them in the background right now. This is great. This is have really fun. Have a good fun. weekend. Bye everybody. Bye.